This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. Safety meaning six, occupational head protection. Today on Safety Wars. Most projects I've been on, construction projects and environmental cleanups, require hard hats to be worn at all times. But that doesn't always mean that we should not eliminate overhead hazards. It's the equivalent of putting on a seatbelt and then saying, hey, I could go and drive like a maniac. Now that seems to be what we go through here in the New York and New Jersey area. Overhead hazards, what are they? They include, but are not limited to, dropped objects, flying objects, bumping your head against a fixed object, electrical shocks, and burns. Like with all PPE, the hierarchy of controls must be followed before we start issuing hard hats or other PPE because it's considered the least effective means of protecting the worker. The hierarchies of controls include elimination, where you try to remove the hazard, substitution doesn't really apply in this case for head protection, a hit to the head is still a hit to the head, an engineering control, where you're isolating the person from the hazard, an administrative hazard, or PPE, that's a hard hat. An assessment must be done prior to the start of work for the appropriate type of head protection. So, what does that mean? You basically have two types of head protection. Uh, our hard hats in this country, that's the United States, are rated as ANSI, American National Standards Institute, Z89.1. If it does not have that approval on there, it's not an approved hard hat. There are two types of hard hats. Type 1, which is only intended for a blow to the top of the head, and Type 2, that might receive an off-center blow. And generally speaking, these are off our uh, blunt force traumas, where they're a point versus a point, right? So if you drop something with a point, it still might go through the hard hat shell. But what gives a hard hat its protection is the suspension system on the inside. There are also three types of hard hats. There's a class G that's intended to reduce the danger of contact exposures to low voltage conductors. Test samples are proof tested to 2,200 volt. Class E hard hats are intended to reduce the exposure to high voltage conductors and are rated to 20,000 volts. There's also a class C hard hat that's not intended to provide protection against contact with electrical conductors. There are other attributes to a hard hat. For example, is it a climbing hard hat that looks like a bicycle helmet with a chin strap? Is your hard hat able to be donned in reverse? Does it indicate that you have a low temperature or a high visibility hard hat? All this stuff has to go into it. The main problem that I see out there is especially with visitors, mainly delivery people, where they use what is called a bump cap, or there is an insert for a baseball-style cap. Those are not rated to really anything that I'm aware of. They may have some rating out there, but they are not ANSI rated, and they are not meant as a hard hat. So a hard hat is cheap enough to get. A lot of them are less than $10 a hard hat for a quality one. Some of them go up to over $100 uh, for a hard hat, especially if it has some type of special protection in it or a design. And let's remember, all this stuff has to be inspected, 
regularly by a competent person, by the user. If there's any defects in this stuff, or if you exceed the service life of either the suspension or the uh, shell, it needs to be gotten rid of and you get a new one. But they're cheap enough that a company should be able to replace one a year. And that's what I try to do with my people. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.